Hi there again. I'm Father Matt Kovisk and I'm the rector of St. Mark's Anglican Church in Elkhorn. We have come once again to those four weeks before Christmas, known to us in the liturgical traditions of Christianity as Advent. As you may remember, before I became a priest out here in southwestern Manitoba, I was a church musician, serving in both British Columbia and Ontario. And one of the traditions that comes with Advent is the Advent Carol Service. And at this service, attendees hear their mark in Holy Scripture, the tale of the loving purposes of God, from the first days of our disobedience unto the glorious redemption brought us by his holy child. This service is filled with music, and we actually begin the service in darkness. And as the choir and clergy process into the darkened church, usually to a hymn called, Come Thou, Redeemer of the Earth, the lights come back on. It's quite a moving image to walk from darkness into light. And this image from darkness into light in many churches is actually portrayed in what we call the Advent wreath, where we light one candle each week. And by the time that the fifth candle is lit on Christmas Eve, the wreath is full of light and shines out in the middle of a dark church. This first Sunday of Advent, though, we start in darkness once again. And at the beginning of services at St. Mary's in Verdon, St. John's in Reston, and Christchurch in Melita, the Advent wreath isn't lit. The Advent wreath is dark. And the readings set out for the first Sunday of Advent are kind of more on the melancholy side of things. They're a little darker than normal, especially our Gospel reading. If you care to read along at home, our Gospel reading for this morning is Luke 21, 25 to 36. And in this reading, we encounter Jesus teaching and preaching in the temple. In the previous chapter, Luke 20, we hear Jesus foretelling the destruction of the temple. And then in our passage, we hear Jesus starting with language like people will faint from fear and foreboding what is coming upon the world for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. For the audience that Jesus was preaching to, those who were in the temple, the religious people at the time, this would have been incredibly dark language Heck, it's incredibly dark language for us in 21st century Manitoba, too. But the people in the temple would have been utterly confused. The temple coming to an end? People fainting from fear? The powers of heaven being shaken? What kind of language is this? What was Jesus trying to do here? Well, we find Jesus in the temple near the end of the Gospel according to St. Luke. And I think the placement of the story within the gospel narrative might give us some insight into Jesus' motives. In the latter part of this gospel, Jesus is nearing the end of his life. And this teaching in the temple is part of his last visit to the temple before the events of his trial, his crucifixion, and death. And I think he's using this language, this darker language, to try to get some last teaching in before his death and, well, resurrection. He wants people to understand his message part of which includes that things as they know them are going to come to an end. Even, you know, that temple, the bastion of their faith, was going to come crashing down around them. And in telling those around him to be alert at all times, as we hear in Luke 21, he's hoping to drive home the message that they shouldn't put their trust in the things of this world, but put their trust in God, who is eternal. What does this have to do with me, you might be asking me? Well, we're once again in the season of Advent, again those four Sundays before Christmas, where we take the time to prepare our hearts again to receive the message that God is with us, that God has come to the world to dwell with us, and that God will never leave us to the powers of death.
What can we do to prepare our hearts for the coming of the Christ child? Well, it's much more than doing the shopping for gifts, decorating the Christmas tree, and thinking about what we're going to have for Christmas dinner. Throughout the season of Advent, we have scripture readings that cause us to take pause. This reading from St. Luke's Gospel certainly does that. It's very dark, and for most of us, thinking about the end times is a scary proposition. For many of us, it's hard to fathom that all of this is going to come to an end. And in this passage, Jesus is reminding those gathered around him, as well as us, down to this day, to be alert. For this will all eventually come to an end. But you might be again asking me, how do we do that? Well, as I was preparing the sermon, a verse from the Psalms started rattling around in my head. Well, put not your trust in princes, nor in any child of man, for there is no help in them. That's from Psalm 146.2, the Coverdale translation found in the Book of Common Prayer. To be alert, I think, means to keep our eyes focused on Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Redeemer of the world, the friend of sinners. This means that we put our whole trust in his grace and love, and not in any princes or in any child of man. This, my friends, as you probably well know, is much harder than we think especially in the world that may not understand what it means for us Christians. The world can be an incredibly dark place. You know this. One only has to turn on the news for more than 30 seconds to figure that one out. However, as Christians, we believe that darkness does not have the final word, for Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And there's a phrase from one of my favorite hymns for Advent, Come Thou Redeemer of the Earth, that sums the journey of Advent so well. Thy cradle here shall glitter bright, and darkness breathe a newer light, where endless faith shall shine serene, and twilight never interfere. Throughout Advent, as I described in the beginning of the sermon, we draw closer to that cradle bright. We draw closer to that cradle. The darkness dissipate, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not, to quote St. John's Gospel. At the beginning of Advent, we are invited once more to consider what it means for us to be alert, what it means for us to meditate on the things of God, to realize that we should put our whole trust in his grace and his love. So my friends, as we begin our preparations to greet the coming of the light in the world in that cradle bright in Bethlehem, I want to leave you with a question this day. What do you think being alert means in your context? What can you do spiritually to prepare yourself to receive the light of the world into that manger once more? What can you do spiritually to prepare for Christmas? And as you reflect on these things, may God give us all the grace to prepare our hearts once more to approach that cradle that glitters bright, that cradle that contains the light of the world in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so we pray. O Lord, eternal Son to thee, whose advent sets thy people free, whom with the Father we adore, and Holy Ghost forevermore. Thanks be to God.